Welcome to New Mercies, a podcast by Mercy Ships, where we'll take you behind the scenes and onboard our incredible hospital ships that are transforming lives all over the world. We invite you to join us each week as we sit down with our crew, patients, volunteers, and partners to hear their stories of life-changing hope and healing. It's the season of giving gifts, and we've all heard that the best gifts aren't the ones that come wrapped with bows. Well, on today's episode, Dr. Brian Barkey is sharing a special gift that he was able to give on board the Africa Mercy, as well as a gift that he received, and neither of those came with a bow. Here is a holiday highlight with Dr. Brian Barkey. So I did have a unique opportunity to give a gift to a patient that I definitely would not have had here in the States. I was on call one night, or no, actually I was not on call. I was tucking the kids into bed, you know, eight o'clock at night. And I was not on call. One of our short-term anesthesiologists was on call, but I did have my, my pager on me in case they needed anything. And so I'm tucking the, the kids into, into bed and my pager goes off and it says, I need your blood now from, and it's from the blood bank. And I'm thinking, what on earth is going on? And so, you know, we were living on deck six the hospitals on deck three and uh, went down to the hospital and went to the, the blood bank. And I said, what's going on? And she says, I don't know. Something's going on in the OR. And I'm thinking, okay, do they need my help in the OR or do they need my blood? <laughs> so I run down to the OR and it is just chaos in there. One of our patients who had a big, big surgery on his neck and chest area developed a wound infection and that infection invaded into his carotid artery, oh, which is the giant artery that, that delivers blood to your brain. And it had eroded through the artery and he was bleeding to death out of that, that artery. there was blood all over the place. Then there was doctors and nurses trying to uh, do everything they could to save his life. And there was plenty of help. The, the short-term anesthesiologist and a couple others were in there. I said, okay, they need my blood. So I ran back down to the blood bank and I donated a unit of blood and then ran it back down to the OR and still warm. And I squeezed it into the patient Oh my uh, then continued to work on the patient, continued trying to keep him alive. And uh, Dr. Gary uh, is working away and he uh, ends up stopping the bleeding. He couldn't see where the bleeding was coming from because it was just, his neck was just filling so quickly. Mm. So he packed it closed and then... Long story short, the, the patient ends up living, walking out of the hospital and was fine. Uh, but it was an opportunity for me to give the <laughs> gift of my blood. I've never had that opportunity again, and I may never again in my life. Wow. That's so incredibly unique. And that is one of, I mean, as a little side note, that's one of the unique things about life on the ship is we have a walking blood bank. And so any crew member who desires to donate blood can, but we don't store it up. It's almost like you give it in the moment that it's needed. We'll yeah. keep on file your blood type and we'll page you as you're tucking your children into bed at night and say, Hey, we need your blood right now. Come, you know, exactly. We have limited capacity to store blood, like, as you mentioned. And so we can store some, but then for our bigger surgeries that are going to require lots of transfusions, um, they will send out notifications to our crew and say, Hey, you are an A and we might need your blood. So you can't leave the ship today. And so uh, oh, they do a, a tremendous job of it. That's so crazy. Well, I have to say most crew who do donate blood don't actually get to go into the OR and help put that blood in the patient. 
Um, so you had a pretty unique opportunity to get uh, to meet was, that person, but how special. Uh, it was special. It was crazy, uh, but uh, it was awesome. And, and just so, so grateful that the guy lived. Yeah. I know having been in West Africa just for a brief amount of time with my family, I found the African people to be very generous and very selfless. They give so much. And especially we see Mm -hmm. that in our patients who Mm -hmm. are so grateful for what they're receiving for free on board. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes they just can't contain their generosity and they want to give something to you, whether that's um, a tangible thing or even just their love and their hugs and, Mm -hmm. you know, their, their thanks. Mm -hmm. Have you experienced that with a patient that you can tell us about maybe a patient that gave a gift to you? One patient that comes to mind is is, uh, a guy named Felix. Uh, I called him Papa Felix because he was in his late sixties and this was in Cameroon. But he had a, uh, a tumor um, inside his mouth. Looking at him from the outside, it didn't look that bad. And you might even miss it if you don't really pay attention. But when he opened his mouth, you saw this tumor and it was literally suffocating him. Mm. Uh, I mean, we got, a, we got a CAT scan and we got, we got to see what the inside looked like. And he was breathing through literally the, about the size of a coffee stir s- straw. Wow. Um, and so th- this is Dr. Gary's specialty. This, this is what he does best. But the problem was Felix also had uh, a bad heart. He was mm-hmm. having, um, he was having issues with his heart. And so we had a decision to make, you know, do we proceed with, uh, with the risk, you know, putting him at risk for a heart attack, uh, even death, or do we say, no, that's too risky and sorry, we can't do surgery, but then, you know, he would probably suffocate within a, a few months. Mm-hmm. And so we had, we had some very serious discussions with, with Papa Felix and his wife, his family. Um, and he ultimately decided that he wanted to, to, to give surgery a chance. Hmm. And so um, we, we proceeded with surgery, took every precaution we could. And by the grace of God, he did well, uh, had a fantastic result um, and was, was so happy. I mean, every time I would visit him on the would just shake my hands. Thank you. Thank you for saving my life. And, and it was like, well, you know, it it was, it was just, I I didn't know what to say, but just, you know, he was just so grateful. Um, And then, so several weeks go by and and I'm going about my business on the ship, working, living life. And then I get a call from the gangway and um, the Gurkhas, our security guys say, you, you have a visitor. And I'm thinking, what in the world? We're in Cameroon. Who's coming to visit me? <laughs> so I go, I go to the dock and there's, there's Papa Felix. Uh, and again, he's, he's late sixties hmm. and it's like 200 degrees outside. I mean, <laughs> sweating, sweating. I've just been out there for like two minutes and he came to bring me um, a bottle of peanuts to say thank you. Uh, you know, thank you for saving my life. And um, it was just so so humbling, so moving. Uh, and then he did it again. He came back later and came back with, uh, tailored, uh, clothing for, for me and my whole family. Oh my goodness. Um, so just lots and lots of, lots of gratitude, uh, expressed wow. by Papa Felix. And, um, yeah, that, that was definitely a gift to us. Absolutely. I mean, you, you gave him the gift of life by giving him your blood. It's pretty, it's pretty special. Well, you guys having served for four years on board, I'm sure you spent some Christmases on board. 
Mm-hmm. which Christmas is a very, very special time on board the ships. Mm-hmm. Tell us maybe one of your Christmas memories or Christmas highlights from the ship. Yeah, I, I, I would, like you said, Christmas is so special, you know, any, any given time on the ship, there's what about 40 or around 40 different countries represented on board from, from the crew. And so it's super special that um, some people may not know is, is we get to celebrate Christmas uh, throughout December in different ways. And so like, you know, one night we might do um, carols by candlelight, like the, the Aussies and the Kiwis do, or we might do Santa Lucia, like the Swedes do, or Sinterklaas, like Dutch do. And, um, and just, just being part of, you know, getting a little taste of other cultures uh, that was really special and seeing, you know, some of our dear friends uh, having them show us, Oh, this is how we do it. And this is, this is mm-hmm. what we do. And this is what this means. That was, that was really cool and really opened our, our, our eyes up to um, um, just the richness that, that different cultures have, have to offer. Um, but I would say specifically for me, specifically for me, um, one of my biggest memories was when my parents got to come uh, over Christmas in Cameroon, they, they got to visit. Um, and that was special for a few different reasons. Uh, one was, you know, we don't get, we didn't get to see them very often since we lived around the world Yeah. Uh, Two. Uh, you know, they were very supportive of what we were doing, but for them to see it for themselves, yeah. uh, I think it really uh, changed. Um, it just, it changed their mindset, their hearts. They really kind of understood, they really understood, ah, uh, this is why you want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that was really cool. And it was just to show them our, our day-to-day lives, um, what, you know, what that's like on the ship. Uh, it was really, really special to be able to share that with them. And, and that would have been enough, but as God would have it, he had, uh, he had other plans. Um, so over Christmas, we usually shut down the OR for a week or two just to give the crew some rest, mm-hmm. uh, give them an opportunity to celebrate Christmas. Uh, and also it's hard to get volunteers to come over Christmas because everyone wants to celebrate at home, uh, yeah. you know, rightfully so. Well, uh, we shut down the ORs, but we still have patients in the hospital and we have one, one surgeon uh, that's always on board in case there's any sort of emergency where a a patient needs to come to the operating room. Hmm. We also have an anesthesiologist on call case for that, for that same reason. Well, um, that Christmas, uh, Dr. Gary, our, our amazing maxillofacial surgeon was, was on board and on call. Um, but he was covering, you know, maxillofacial patients. He was covering plastics. He was covering, it may have been orthopedic patients and also some, uh, gynecological patients. Hmm. And, um, so we had a patient, uh, one of our gynecological patients was developing, uh, an infection in postoperatively developing an infection hmm. and she was getting very sick. And, um, we had, uh, an agreement with a local Cameroonian, uh, gynecologist that, you know, should we have any issues, we could, we could turn to them for help. Well, Dr. Gary was going to have to go and, 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 and clean out this infection, which he's an amazing surgeon, uh, but that's, you know, women's health is, is not his specialty. Mm. And so I said, uh, Gary, um, actually my mom's here and she's got 35 years of experience as an OBGYN. <laughs> and, uh, oh my gosh. Like, he was like, well, let's, let's get her to see the patient. And so she went and saw the patient and she was like, yeah, she's, she's got an abscess. She has an infection. We need to go, we need to go wash that out. And so, uh, for the first time ever, I got to do uh, a surgery with my mom. So, oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. Wow. So, 
she, she always had plans of me joining her uh, hospital in, in, in Oklahoma City, and, and that didn't happen. And so it, uh, as God would have it, she had to come to Cameroon uh, for us <laughs> to do our, our, our first case together. And oh. uh, she was just a godsend. Uh, she, she saved that lady's life. And, oh uh, and, and the support that she got from it was, was amazing. I mean, she just, she experienced, you know, God puts the right people uh, at the right place at the right time. And you know, the, the nurses were so gracious on the ward. They wrote her a thank you note and oh. a, a thank you card. And uh, it was, that was just a, that was a pretty special Christmas. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a Christmas. None of you will ever forget. No, no, no. Incredible. I bet your mom had no idea that when she got on that plane, go oh, no. spend Christmas with her family in Africa, that she was actually going to really be instrumental in saving someone's life. Yeah, she was coming as, as mom and grandma. She was not yeah. coming as a surgeon. <laughs> the greatest gift of all is Jesus, who came not wrapped in paper and bows, but wrapped in cloths and born in a barn. Yeah, Jesus came to live amongst us, experience life's hardships and life's joys, and ultimately sacrifice his life so that we could receive the free gift of a relationship with God. Now, truly, that is the greatest gift of all. Next week, come back for a holiday highlight from Nurse Kara Stafford.